Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lovely people of God, I thank you for another moment like this. We thank God Almighty for bringing us together to listen to His word. God is good, God is kind, God always wants the best for His children. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you this day. We give you glory, we give adoration. We thank you for a moment like this to listen to your word. We pray that you take dominion, you fill every heart mightily. Your word will be to bring understanding into our life in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Today I want to talk about what it means to be a new creation. In the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 17. I would say, if any man is in Christ, it's a new creation. All things have passed away. And behold, he has become new. That means that God wants us to be new in him. There's an old man that must be renewed. When a man is born again, he becomes a new creation. The new creation is a term used in the Bible to explain and describe a saved person. It is important to understand what it means to be a new creature in Christ. The concept of being a new creation is simply fascinating. God is God is God in his great wisdom has changed our heart and made us new on the inside. This is very important from the experience of other religions. Most other religions simply have a set of rules that they follow. They have more, but we as Christians have more than that. We have the wonderful experience of being recreated in the spirit in the book of ezekiel chapter 36 verse 26 says a new heart also will i give you a new spirit will i put within you and i will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and i will give you an heart of flesh amen the new creation is not a new creation of your body People are born again have not changed. People who are born again have not changed in their bodies. The new creation is not a renovation of old creation. The new creation is not an improved version of the old creation. The new creation is a brand new thing that have never existed before. God, when you are born again, God has put you in a brand new heart and you are a new creation. You have a heart that never existed before. You have a soul that never existed before. You are a new man and new things are about to happen in your life. Praise the Lord. You must understand what has happened in your life. When a person undergoes surgery, he must understand what has happened to him. Sometime after surgery, there are certain things you can do and things that you cannot do. Surgery changes your lifestyle in a dramatic way. When a born again, when you are born again, you have had spiritual surgery. Actually, you have had spiritual transplant. A surgery 
and have been given a new heart. What does it mean for you? What do you have to know about the new creation? As a Christian or as a new born again person, what do you have to know? There are certain things that you have to know as a new creature. That after I'm born again, what does it mean that, that I must be born again? You have to know. Today I will talk about the first thing we want to talk about is that the spirit of an unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. When a man is not born again, he has what I call an unsafe spirit. There are many different ways the Bible describes an unbeliever. The Bible calls an unbeliever or non-Christian an unbeliever, a sinner and ungenerate, ungenerate. It is important for you to be aware of the condition of human spirit. In the book of Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 9, after the heart, the unsafe spirit is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? But the word of God makes it abundantly clear that everyone who is not a believer has an unregenerate spirit and is capable of many evils. The fact that an un- unsafe man is a terrible spiritual condition it's in a terrible spiritual condition is made abundantly clear in Romans chapter 1 the Bible says that God's wrath is being released against the wickedness of men in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 18 says for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against the ungodliness and unrighteousness of men the human race has forsaken the living God and therefore God has given them up to become dead and darkened in their spirit. In the same book of Romans chapter 1 verse 21, Bible says, When they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, became vain in their imagination, and their foolishness heart was darkened. The heart of an unsafe person is darkened and degenerate. God has gone a step further and have given up mankind so that they may follow their own desire and perverted feelings. If we come to Romans chapter 1 verse 24, it's a way for God also gave them up to uncleanness, to the last of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, not only in the spirit of the unsafe man darkened with death, but the mind of the unsafe human race has also degenerated into a depraved condition. In Romans chapter 1, verse 28, the Bible says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. As you read this, passage further, you will discover that the sinful human race is filled with every conceivable evil. The long list of evil characteristics is therefore for your reading. In the book of Romans chapter 1, 
verse 29 to 31 says, Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful. This principle that an unsafe spirit is desperately wicked is manifest every day in our life. God has warned against marrying non-believers because of a non-believer has an unregenerate spirit and capable of many evil things. One of the things that an unbeliever is filled with is a covenant breaking. In the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 31, most unbelievers do not stick to their work. It is rare to find an unbeliever who is faithful to his marriage covenant. One man told, one man said a story. He said, I have never seen a faithful unbeliever husband before. He said, as I grew up in life, I came to discover that covenant breaking was part and parcel of the unbeliever lifestyle. They say, I will, I'll do, but won't, and they don't. This reason why God says Christians should marry, should not marry unbelievers. Do not think that God is trying to punish you by telling you not to marry an unbeliever. God is trying to prevent you, your heart from being broken by a covenant breaker. Do not be deceived by the dignified appearance of unbeliever. He may be a school prefect, a class prefect, a minister of state, even the president. The nature of unsafe person is described in the detail for you in the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 29 to 31. Believe the Bible more than you believe your eyes. The Bible is the word of God and is profitable for your instruction. No one teaches a child to be wicked. Wickedness comes naturally to many little children. Why do children lie, cheat, and steal without being taught to do so? It is because the unsafe spirit is at work again. God wants you to be born again. That the unsafe things that the enemy have brought into your life will be taken from you. God wants you to have a new life. God wants you to have a change of life. God wants your life to be what? Mighty and mega. That is why you need to be born again. That's why your life must become new. That's why your life must change into a different way. Before a man is born again, he's is estranged from God. He said, estranged from God. His nature is essential evil. He may look good at the outside, but essentially, he's, he has a corrupt and wicked nature. That is why democracy and the rule of the law are important. When one man resides in nature, has unlimited power, he does many evil things. 
in every nation where there has been a military dictator, inconceivable atrocities have taken place. God, uh, people are arrested and disappear in a wild heart and properties are arbitrarily confiscated. Stories of torture, brutality and murder abound. Viscousness in secret and in the open has always been the order of the day with tyrants. A tyrant is simply an unsaved man who has unlimited power. That is why many governments have three independent arms, the executive, the legislature, the judiciary. These are to be a separate of powers because of the wickedness of mankind. As the Lord Action 1834-1902 said in the letter of letter to Bishop Mandel Crowdton, power tends to corrupt and absolutely power corrupts absolutely. The difference between a Christian and other religion is simple. Christianity claims to change the essential wickedness nature of a man. Jesus makes you a new creation. You become a brand new creature with a brand new heart. In the text in the new in the old testament, the prophet predicted that the day would come when God would take out the stony heart and replace it with a heart of flesh. As we read earlier in the book of Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh. When a man is in Christ, he's a new person. He's regenerated. He's born again. We speak of being born again. It does not mean going into your mother's womb again. It is your spirit, the inner nature that is born again. If you take a pick, if you take a pick and you wash them, bath him and dress him up in a wedding suit, all you have is dressed up pick. The same pick will return to a field which is he, which he used to, because that is his na- essential nature. Obey a set of rules does not change your heart. Coming to Christ and being born again is what affords every month the opportunity to have a new creation or a new heart. I believe with all my heart that it is only a change in the unsafe nature of a man that can bring about the change in this world. New Year's resolution and obeying rule do not change everything because the spirit of, a, of, the, of the unsaved man is dead and desperately wicked. No man toys with the dead thing. Dead things must be separated from living things. The only hope for the dead and wicked human spirit is a miracle of rebirth in Jesus Christ. You need to be born again. Your life must be renewed. Your life must change. 
God must do something great within you. Hallelujah. I want to talk, the second thing I want to talk about, reason why you must be in the Christian, that the spirit of the saved man is righteous. The spirit of the saved man is righteous and truly holy. When you are born again, the spirit within you is changed. We have learned earlier that the unsaved spirit is deeply wicked and corrupt. What about the new creation? The new creation has a righteous and truly holy. The new creation is righteous and truly holy. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 24, say, and that he put on a new man. After that, after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Amen. This scripture makes us know that we are actually righteous when we are born again. When God is telling us, what God is telling us is that we must put on, act like, the new spirit which is created in righteousness and true holiness. Many times we come to God and say that we are not true. It's an attempt to sound humble. We tell the Lord that we are sinners and are not worthy to approach His throne. But that is not that is an insult to the new creation. It is important for you to acknowledge what God has done to your heart. The Bible says we are righteous. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. In the book of Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one says, For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. If we are the righteousness of God, that means that we cannot be more righteous than we are today. The righteousness of God is the highest form of purity and sinfulness. Sinlessness. God is describing the status of your new spirit. In the book of Philippians, Philemon chapter 6. Bible says, Philemon 1 6 says, In the acknowledgement of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus, acknowledging good things will make your faith come alive. Say to yourself, I am the righteousness of God. I am a new person. I can make it. I am holy. This confession will take you out of sin and into a life of physical holiness. There is always something on the inside that must work on the outside. Righteousness on the side is working on the inside. Any born again Christian who lives in sin is contrary to his new nature. If you continue in sin, that is by choice because the power of sin is broken and God has taken you a new nature. When you are a new creature, it is no longer natural to do evil. It's essential. It's, it's against your very nature as a new creation. Before you get born again, there are evil things you do without even noticing. After you are saved, something within you tells you, this is wrong, don't do it. That is the new man crying from within. 
the Bible says, put on a new man. Act like a new person because you are new. You have to remember this in life every day. That righteousness is not a feeling. You do not work to gain righteousness. It is important to attain God's standard by your own effort. Today, if you are born again, you have been trans you have been instantaneously transformed into a righteous new man. You cannot be a more cannot be more righteous than the righteousness of God. You can only increase your faith in your inherited righteousness. You can only practice more and more of your true nature. You, when you are conscious of your righteousness in Christ, you will become as bold as lion. In the book of Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1, it says, The wicked flee when, they, when, no, man pursues, when no man pursues, but the righteousness, but the righteous are bold as lions. Through the righteousness of you will rule and dominate in life. I see you dominating the enemy through righteousness. I see you overcoming adversity through the gift of righteousness in Christ Jesus in you. Stand up now and become the world overcomer. You are no longer under condemnation. In the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 17, Bible says, Much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. God wanted to reign in life. He wanted to be on the great overcomer. He wanted to take dominion. So you're being born again. God has brought you into that level. Just believe in yourself. That your, your spirit is saved. That you are truly holy. Don't condemn yourself as a Christian. If you are a new Christian, something new, something unique. Have come. God has made all things new. You have become new in Him. And things must flow after this in your life. God wants to turn things together for your good. Hallelujah. God wants to change. Yeah, I want to talk about that, that third thing, what it means to be a new creation. After you are born again, your spirit is a newborn baby and it must grow. When you get saved, something great happens. There is no doubt about it. However, you must understand exactly what has happened. When somebody is born into the world, into this world, he starts life as a baby. It's important that he mature into an adult. As new, the book of 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 2, it says, As newborn babies, beside the sincere mock of the word, that he may grow thereby. There are times when people have the wrong impression about Christianity. The evangelist preaches and say, Tonight your life, tonight is your night. Your life will never be the same after today. He goes on to act. After tonight, every yoke shall be broken in your life. He declares, all who are heavy laden must come to Jesus and he will save and will give you rest. This may give the impression that you, that you internationally internet, that you become a mature Christian. But that is not the case at all. Being born again is just the beginning of a long process. Being born again is like being born into this world. You must go through three important stages of your development. Every Christian goes through these three stages, whether he knows it or not. The baby stage, the childhood stage, and the 
mature state. The spiritual baby. Let's talk about the spiritual baby. Let's talk about the baby state. When a baby is at baby stage of his development, he has all the qualities of a natural baby. All babies cry a lot. If you know if there is a baby in the house, just stand outside the gate and sooner or later you will hear one crying. A spiritual baby is easily offended. Anyone who is easily offended is an immature spiritual baby. Little things offend him and will always upset about one thing or the other. All churches have a, le- a lot of babies who are easily offended. My life is full of offenses and you must grow up so that you are not easily offended. Baby Christians just like natural baby are just like natural babies and are unable to help or control themselves. A baby defeat anywhere, anywhere or in front of anyone. They have no control whatsoever. A spiritual baby is unable to control his lifestyle. He continues to live in sin. He lives according to the dictate of the of his flesh and does not and does whatever he feels like doing. As a mature you will still have certain feelings. As you mature you still have certain feelings but you don't yield to them unless it is appropriate. If you are living on drugs, pornography, immorality and have no control of your flesh, then you are a spiritual baby. The childhood stage <clears throat> that we be hand for no more children, tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine. That is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 12 to 14. There are some important childhood characteristics that you must know. A child is unsteady and unstable. It is difficult to hold the attention of a child for more than a few minutes. That the children, the attention span of a child is very short. People of this, they are unstable and unreliable. Any Christian who is carried about by every new man or any, any new man of God is a child. If you move around from church to church, every few minutes you are an immature child. Pastors cannot keep the attention of a childlike Christian for more than a few months or years. A man who constantly changes his mind about who he wants to marry is a child at heart. He is unsteady, tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and prophecy. Any Christian who can made who can be made to leave his church because of a prophecy delivered to him by a prophet of a Lamut is simply a child. Who is being tossed to and fro. And the last thing I want to talk about is the spiritual stage or the spiritual adulthood. That is where you become an adult. The three stages. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, verse 14, it says, Be strong meat. Say, but strong meat belongs to them that are full of age. It says, Strong meat belongs to them that are full of age. 
when you reach the stage of maturity, you begin to love the meat of the word. Bible study and teachings of the word are what enchant you because the church is comprised of many babies and children. You will discover that a large number of Christians are not interested in the simple teachings of the word. They want something dramatic and spectacular. Crowds of people gather when there is a sensational minister in the house. A mature person understands a deep things of the word of God. Another important feature of a mature person is that he is skillful in the word of God. In the book of Hebrews chapter 5 verse 13, so everyone that uses mock is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. When you become skillful in the word, you begin to teach and preach. Do not make a mistake. Every Christian is supposed to develop until he is able to preach and teach. It is not only pastors who are supposed to preach the word of God. Preaching and teaching is the stage of your Christian development. For when the time you ought to be teaching, you have need that one teach you. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. Bible says the time that we ought to be teachers, we don't need anybody to teach us again because we have matured. We have come to a standard that we have to control things on ourselves. There are times when every Christian must be a teacher of the of God's weight. Let this be your goal from today. Decide to be someone who is involved in teaching and preaching the word of God. Until you preach and teach, you are not mature. Come to the stage of maturity. Where you can teach, where you can change somebody, where you can bring somebody to Christ, where you can turn the life of somebody together for good. God loves you. God wants you. God wants you to understand the reason why you are a new creation in Him. Why you must be born again and why you must walk in His world. God loves you and wants to change your life. Everywhere you are, if you are not mature, if you are not come to that state, or if you not grown in Christ, there's a time that you have to grow and become mature in Christ Jesus. God bless you for listening. This is just part one of the reason why you must be a new Christian. We will continue with the part two tomorrow or another powerful day. Make sure you follow my podcast, Richard Olympia, or you can follow me on Richard Olympia on, on Facebook, Richard Olympia Ministry. And you will learn greater and mighty mystery that God have destined, what God want revealed unto you. God bless you and God turn your life for good in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.